Welcome to week four of Smokey College Football Picks with the Bandit. I'm Smokey, and what did we learn in week three? We actually might know what we're doing here, Bandit. How you doing today, Bandit? I'm doing great, Smokey. You know, we actually turned it around from a bad week two. We had a great week three. And uh, I gotta tell you, we, we nailed our picks. We did. We we don't have to worry about what we gotta do for the lock of the week. Did you have any ideas what we what, what we need to do? Did you get any feedback from the fans? Uh, I did not get any feedback from the fans. I did put a poll question out there throwing you under under the proverbial bridge there with finding out, thinking you were out to dinner with your wife instead of watching that amazing Gators game, only to find out you were not out to dinner with the wife, but you were on a golf excursion. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really tough. A uh, little bit of retreating, but I'll tell you what, it worked. If, if, I, if, I, if it takes me not watching the games for us to do well, you know, hey, I'm willing to make that sacrifice. And, you know, there was that Yankee season where you, every time you went to uh, away from the bar, from a TV, they hit a home run. So there is something to that. That was the magical 98 playoff season. Where did we end up record-wise last week? Well, we, we both had matching identical records, and we both hit our locks. And we ended up both 11 wins, 6 losses, uh, pretty damn good against the spread. Uh, and here's the interesting thing for the listeners. Maybe this will completely turn around, so maybe you want to go the opposite. But in games where Smokey and I agree, we were 7-2 uh, and two last week. So 7 wins, 2 losses. Uh, that'll make you some money. Uh, so uh, maybe we can uh, duplicate it again this week. That's good. Why don't we jump into the games? Sure. All right. We're going to start off with a Friday night game. I, I looked at Thursday night, and there's a Cincinnati game I really don't care about. But Friday night, we got Boise State at Virginia. Boise State three-point favorite. Who you got? I've got to go with Boise State. Like I said before, I've never been a big believer in Virginia football. They've proven me wrong a little this year uh, with the uh, – who did they, uh, oh, they beat Notre Dame. I'm still yeah. going to take Boise State on this one, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I think Virginia's already played its big game. Uh, it typically overperforms in one game or, or, or maybe two a year. i, I got to take it. It's going to be too much, uh, too many athletes on Boise State. Uh, they're favored by three. I think they win this one by more than a touchdown and uh, just be a letdown game for Virginia, so I like them as well. Um, so we're going to go into the Saturday games, and, and – for a change, we actually have some really good early or some interesting early games. There's a bit of snoozers, really, uh, at, at noon. Um, but we've got. Are you, are you telling me that? Are you telling me that Smokey's going to have to wake up before three thirty this week? <laughs> That's absolutely right, Smokey. You're going to have to wake up. You know, hopefully by eleven forty-five if you don't have your bets in, uh, and, and get those placed before the noon games. Because there's a couple of these you're going to want to get in your uh, progressive parlays. And one of them is we got at noon, we got Michigan hosting BYU. Uh, the miracle BYU team, uh, the, the, the luck ran out a little bit against UCLA, but they did cover. Uh, Michigan's a four-and-a-half point favorite. Who do you like? I am changing BYU's name to BY Screw. Because they screw you every week. They've screwed me every week. I've bet against them every week. And I am betting against them once again. I'm taking Michigan minus the points. I'm not a believer. The Mormon tabernacle means nothing to me. Give me Michigan minus the points. All right, so I'm, I'm taking Michigan uh, minus four and a half. They're going to cover the four and a half point spread. I agree with you there. Um, I've been on BYU's train. I've been on the opposite side of it, and I've, I've gone with them most of the time. So please don't be a mush. 
That's all I'm going to ask. Don't, if, if, I, if I miss this call, it's completely your fault. You know that, right? <laughs> it's never the Smokies' fault. Oh, very good. Okay, so another interesting game at noon. Um, a team that I didn't see. Did you Did you see the highlights from the uh, the, the Duke game, uh, Northwestern, last, uh, last week? I did not, but I tweeted it out because you and I both called that upset. We see, well, That was an easy pick, Northwestern. Yeah, yeah, Duke hasn't shown anything. Northwestern looked pretty good against Stanford, so that was an easy one. Um, here they're hosting Georgia Tech, and Georgia Tech as the road favorite, uh, favored by 9.5. Who you like? Duke is hosting Georgia Tech at 9.5, right? Yeah, yeah, Georgia Tech is 9.5 point favorite. Yeah, Georgia Tech really let us down last week at Notre Dame. I mean, I was really surprised. I had big confidence in Georgia Tech covering that game. Duke is not Notre Dame. I'm taking Georgia Tech to cover the nine and a half. Okay, this is making me a little nervous because now we're agreeing on the first three games because I've got Georgia Tech as well. Uh, as you call it, the triple Lindy, the triple option will uh, be running in full effect. And I, I just haven't seen anything out of Duke this year. So I'm a little nervous about this one, but I'm going to take them as well. Um, sticking uh, in that part of the country, we've got a, uh, a three o'clock game. Actually, uh, yeah, three o'clock. Uh, the Mountaineers of West Virginia are hosting uh, Maryland Terrapins. Uh, West Virginia is a 17.5-point favorite. Who you got? Like I've said before, and I'll say it again, I just can't go with the fighting Bonnie Bernsteins of Maryland. I'm going to go with uh, West Virginia to cover the spread. I don't think West Virginia looked particularly good last weekend, did they? They, they, they did not look very good. Um, I'm trying to uh, remember uh, who they played. We didn't have them in the podcast. But um, I, I think that West Virginia, you know, Maryland has equally un- underperformed, I think, this year. I like West Virginia at home. Uh, it's a big game for them. Um, I think it might be their, their Big Ten opener because um, aren't, aren't both these teams in the uh, Big Ten, that right, or Big 12? No, no. Big 12. West Virginia is still in the Big East. Are they? Okay. All right. All right. Well, for whatever reason, I think that the West Virginia, the West Virginia fans are up for this one. So I've got them covering uh, the 17 and a half here as well. And, you know, frankly, we're probably going to miss each of these picks because we've agreed on the first four. If we don't start disagreeing, it's going to be a really uninteresting podcast. But as we say, we lock in the picks before we talk. We don't talk about this. So if we come up with the same picks, so be it. That's the way it goes. Um, we got the battle of uh, two uh, East Coast teams. We've got Virginia Tech going to East Carolina. We've seen both of these teams play because East Carolina kept it close against the Gators. Uh, East Carolina is an eight-point underdog. In other words, Virginia Tech is the road favorite again. Um, eight-point favorite, who do you like? East Carolina crapped the bed last week, for lack of a better expression. I expected them to beat Navy. They screwed me. I'm taking Virginia Tech to win this game and cover. All right, first game we disagree on because I I did not, you know, maybe I should pay attention to the East Carolina Navy game, but I do know that East Carolina's defense played surprisingly decent against the Gators, although that could have been just Florida's ineptitude on offense. Virginia Tech seems to me like they have a decent defense, but not very much offense. I think this could be like a 10-7 game, frankly, and Virginia Tech win it but not cover. So I'm going to I'm going to take East Carolina and the, and the points at the home dog. Um, a spread that I only put in here so that I could vet it. Uh, 
not going to be a very interesting game, although it could be. It could be. Um, Ohio State and the Fighting Urban Myers are hosting Western Michigan. Uh, Ohio State is a 31.5 point favorite. Who do you like here? Well, Ohio State came into the season and they thought they had multiple quarterbacks. So what do they say when you have two quarterbacks? You have no quarterback. Exactly. Did you see how bad the Ohio State quarterbacks looked against Northern Illinois? Yeah, they, they couldn't. Cardinal uh, Jones couldn't get going in the game. And then uh, Jake Barrett just looked equally as bad. Slightly, you know, slightly better decision-making. But they, you're right. They, they have... They got to name one and ride that horse. I like, I like Cardell Jones, not because of what he does on a football field, but because he changed his Twitter profile to backup quarterback at Ohio State. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's what he did? Really? Or are you making that up? I, not his Twitter handle. In his profile, supposedly I heard, read earlier today, it now says backup quarterback at Ohio State. <laughs> well, you know, that's a lot of self-realization right there. And... Uh, I don't know if somebody did that to him on a joke or if he actually did that, but that's that, that's pretty cool. So who are you taking? I'm taking Ohio State to cover. Uh, I think Urban Meyer, you know, gets his stuff together, and uh, they put up a lot of points. I mean, if they don't if they don't put up a lot of points this week and they don't cover, I mean, I might have to start worrying about Urban Meyer's health because he may have to retire. Oh, that's right. He might start getting some angina or something like that, and uh, he might have to take a leave of absence. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to disagree with you here, and I'm going to take Western Michigan for a couple of reasons. The first being I like to root against Urban Meyer, uh, and the second being Western Michigan played Michigan earlier this year, and Michigan did not cover. It was a much smaller spread than this game. I think it was only about a 15-point spread or something like that. And, um, you know, they, they kept it fairly close. Or Michigan State is actually who I'm thinking of. I, I, I miss, mix the two of those up. Michigan State's actually even better than Michigan. Uh, it was, you know, maybe a 20-point spread. They only won like 13 in that game, and Western Michigan showed some offense. So uh, I, I think Michigan's defense uh, might be uh, suspect in this game. So I'm going to take Western Michigan, and I'm going to love the 31.5 points. I'm going to say this might be an upset. Here, I, I'm going to call it right here. They might, West Michigan could win this game outright. I know I'm crazy. You're um, crazy. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the game that, that we are completely invested in, uh, the Bandit will actually be at this game this weekend. Uh, Tennessee at Florida. Florida, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Who are you liking this one? Well, since you're going to be at the game, I'll let you pick first for a change. Okay, well, here's the problem. I, I, I always say that I, I go with my uh, my head when, when I'm, uh, uh, you know, betting on Florida. And frankly, I look at this and I don't think Florida should be favored in this game. Um, you know, I, I would definitely take Tennessee if I'm betting money on it. Um, but for the purposes of the podcast and for just my own safety uh, in Gainesville, I am taking the Gators uh, uh, one and a half point favorites. I like I think I picked against the Gators in week one, and God, did I look wrong. We look great. I'm saying Tennessee can't win in Gainesville. Give me the Gators. Oh, wow. We both agree on that sign of the apocalypse right there. Uh, All right. So we both have the Gators. We'll see what happens. Um, All right. So moving on to a different conference. you got a a 330 game in addition to the Gators. On another network, you will have 
Oklahoma State at Texas. Oklahoma State a three and a half point favorite. Who do you like here? <sighs> Texas is awful. I heard they got lucky to make it close last week. Give me Oklahoma State to cover easily. I agree with you here. I'm surprised by this spread only being three and a half points. At times, Texas has looked okay this year, but for the most part, they're horrible. Oklahoma State is an actual uh, uh, contending team that plays some pretty good football, got some weapons on offense. So I like them to easily cover this three and a half point spread, and I'm going to make it my lock of the week. Oh, you know why you're making it a lock of the week? Uh, why is that? Because you're a man. You're 40. <laughs> I am a man. I'm not quite 40. But yes, yes, that's right. That, that uh, coach is still there at Oklahoma State, and I'm man enough with him, <laughs> keeping it as my lock of the week. Uh, all right, a team that didn't man up last week was Alabama, and uh, they just got smoked, really, by Ole Miss in what turned out to be kind of a shootout. Um, they host Louisiana Monroe this week, so they got a cupcake opponent before they get deeper in their SEC schedule. Alabama, favored by 38.5. Too many points, or do you like them to cover? Well, first off, I called the Mississippi game correctly, so I... You did, and I did not. I did not. I missed that one. I view it as Alabama got what they deserve. This week, I think Saban is going to get everybody focused. He's going to smack them all around. They will run all over Monroe because this is not Monroe as we've established from fast times. Oh, that's why it's not Monroe. <laughs> it's not Monroe, it's Jefferson. That's right, that's right. Thank you for correcting that. I'm still that's taking, right. regardless, I'm still taking Alabama to actually cover a game. I don't think Alabama's covered a spread yet this season. Um, you know, I, I have to take a look at that. I do know that they missed last week, and I think they missed, well, they, they didn't have it. no, Georgia had the game that got lightning out, but they were covering. So um, that that's one thing. You know what? In this game, I like I like uh, the fighting uh, Ridgemont Highs, uh, Louisiana Monroe, uh, aka Jefferson. I like the thirty-eight and a half. I think this is kind of a tweener game. Alabama's got to go to Georgia next week. Um, really, they could be they, they could just they should just sleepwalk through this game and just get the win. Are you I'm sure take Monroe in the points? Are you sure his name wasn't Monroe Jefferson? Um, you know what? We're, we're Yes, fans out there, let us know what was the football player's name. Who was the actor, Forrest Whitaker, who played Jefferson in Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Was his first name Monroe, or should it be? And let us know through email at smokeyandthebanditcfb at yahoo.com or tweet us in at smokeybanditcfb over there on that Twitterverse thing. That's right, that's right. And you know what? If you have any great ideas for what we can do as penalties for missing our lock of the week, it uh, didn't come into play this week because we both hit it, but you never know. We're not perfect. So uh, let us know what those ideas are. And you know what? If Jefferson even has a first name, I'd like to know that. I think it'd be more interesting if the guy's name is just Jefferson and he has no first name. But that's a, that's a great tr- trivia question there. Um, all right. Uh, a team that uh, I, I think is, is on the rise here, Texas Tech. Did you see what happened with uh, Arkansas and the two coaches going at it last week? 
Uh, I did not get to see the game, but I know I called the game correctly. You did, and I did not. So this is like two in a row. That, it was two. Um, you you got to wonder how did I how did I get eleven games right? By is it Brett? About is it Brett Bima or Brett Bima? What's what's the guy's last name? Uh, Bo- yeah. Bielema. Bielema. And um, the the Texas Tech coach guy is like, he looks exactly like Ryan Gosling. Uh, and the guy is, uh, I'm trying to remember his name. Well, while um, you're remembering, I'll, Brett... I'll come up with it in a second. But anyway, Bielema is not a very fit individual. And the Texas Tech uh, coach is like a GQ model, basically. It's kind of funny. Cliff Kingsbury is the guy's name. Uh, at Texas Tech, and he absolutely tore Bielema a new, you know what, uh, telling him basically they were at a conference. Bielema said that if you if you don't throw the fullback, if you run the spread against us, we'll stomp your ass in the ground. And basically, it was a, a, a slight to uh, Texas Tech, and uh, Kingsbury just took you know, and their players took it personally and just took it to Arkansas this week. Yeah, um, well, Bielema is an embarrassment to the SEC. Yeah, he keeps talking trash every week and keeps getting it stuffed back up his tailpipe is a thing. So, I mean, it's just not working out for him. But anyway, so we've got Texas Tech on the, 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 the high of beating Arkansas, beating them pretty soundly. Uh, I think it was 35-24. They host TCU, you know, uh, TCU that's a possible playoff contender. Uh, Texas Tech uh, is a seven-and-a-half point underdog. Uh, who do you like here? That's surprising. Texas Tech is only a seven and a half dog at TCU. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Texas Tech is hosting, is the thing. So yeah. they're at home and they're and they're getting seven and a half points. I think. I think. I mean, TCU is not. Their defenses look horrible. I think this game will be close. I think TCU will win, but I'm going to take Texas Tech in the points. All right, we completely agree on this. Um, I think TCU is going to have a big stumble game. At some point, I don't think that they're going to be in the playoffs. Um, do, you, do you think that they that TCU will make the playoffs? No, no. Do you have an idea? Have you have you kind of thought about who your playoff teams are right now? Who's your playoff team? I'm going to take Texas Tech in this game, but who do you like in the playoffs? Can Arkansas be a choice? No, no, dude. They they got like three <laughs> losses already this year. Actually, they're one and two. But no, um, you can pick them, but. I think uh, Mississippi. Okay, he's going on. This is this is my early four right now, which could change. I go Mississippi, um, Michigan State, Oregon, and uh, I'm going to call Notre Dame. You're going to call Notre Dame. Wow, I can't, I can't in good conscience do that. Okay, here are, those are Smokies 4. That's Old Miss, Michigan State, Oregon, and Notre Dame. All right, let's go with Smokies 4. And before they lost, I probably would have had USC in there because they were looking pretty good, but I don't think they're going to make it now. I'm going to take LSU. I think they can get in there. Uh, I'm going to take Ohio State. Uh, I am going to, boy, there's got to be like a wild card team in here somewhere. Uh, I'm going to take Oregon. I'm going to agree with you on Oregon. And then the last one, and this is going to be extremely controversial, but I am going to take Alabama as the other team. Two 
Two teams from the SEC West, too. Yeah, which which I'm going to say, two teams from the SEC West, I'm going to say Alabama somehow gets in the title game. LSU, through some tiebreaker, doesn't get in. And then Alabama wins the championship, and the, the committee takes LSU as well. Pissing off the fans completely in the process. That is my prediction right now. If i got to pick the best four teams. That's Those are the... Those are the best four on my board right now. Well, I'll have to revisit that in another month. That's right. That's right. We'll see if anybody's left standing. I'm going to keep it here, and we'll, we'll take a look at it. Um, all right. So going on to another team that beat Arkansas, uh, Toledo. Uh, I put this just, just because I like the spread. Toledo is hosting Arkansas State. Toledo is a seven-and-a-half point favorite. Who do you like? I was surprised to see this game on the card. I'm going to take Toledo to cover this game. I thought that could be the case. Um, All right, so we're both taking Toledo. On to games that matter. Uh, Old Miss, keeping the dream alive, hosting Cupcake, Vanderbilt, Old Miss, 25-point favorite. Who do you like here? Here's a question for you. Okay. If Jay Cutler walks through that door, is Vanderbilt better off or worse off? Well, considering that Jay Cutler's hurt right now, I would say that they're worse off. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm taking Old Miss to cover this game easily. All right. I am going to go against you here. Um, I'm going to take Vanderbilt in the points. It's pretty stupid um, from the standpoint of I don't believe anything in Vanderbilt, except I can't pick a game correctly with Vanderbilt, period. So I'll probably get, I'll probably get this one wrong, too. But here's the thing. Old Miss doesn't care about this game other than winning it, really. They're in the same mode as Alabama is this week. Old Miss goes to Florida. And that's going to be a big game, you know, regardless of whether Florida loses or not to Tennessee. It'll be a big game for Ole Miss. they got to be looking past Vanderbilt. They can't be thinking very much about this game. I like uh, Vanderbilt and the 25 points. Uh, maybe keep it within 17. Um, all right, a game that you said, surely this team will smoke Arkansas. And I was completely wrong last week about Arkansas and Texas Tech. Got to admit it, completely wrong. Texas A&M. And Arkansas at a neutral site. Site. I guess they're at the. Uh, I don't know if this one's played at the uh, uh, Cowboy Stadium. I think that's probably the location. Kind of a home game for Texas A&M, but uh, Texas A&M is favored by eight. Who do you like here? First off, I couldn't believe this spread that it was only eight. So, yeah, I agree. After watching Arkansas get absolutely killed by Texas Tech, yeah, I agree with you. Second off, I love Texas A&M in this game. Okay. Third, Texas A&M didn't make it in your playoffs. You're very, like, high on them. Third off, I heard an interesting factoid about Texas A&M. I don't, okay. I don't remember the exact number. It was either in the 8 to 10 range that Texas A&M plays 8 to 10 games in the state of Texas this season without playing one Texas opponent. How, okay, well, I mean, they're going to play all their home games in the SEC against non-Texas opponents. That's not a surprise. But how's that I possible? Guess, <laughs> I, guess, I don't know. What are the other? I mean, I guess they're non-conference games or non-Texas? You'll, you'll have to check out uh, uh, the Texas A&M schedule and get back to us on the next podcast about that. Okay, well, I'm going to check it while you're talking about this. Yeah, well, Texas A&M looks great. They're unbelievable. They are going to smoke... Arkansas. Brett Bielema will probably say something stupid because he's stupid. <laughs> he's, keep his mouth shut this week, he? he's just stupid. 
and I'm going to go ahead and lock it up while I'm at it. Oh, wow. With authority. Because I completely agree with you here. I mean, Arkansas can't figure out anything right now. They can't do anything on offense. They can't do anything on defense. They can't stop anybody. Texas a and I don't even know what the over-under is on this game. But I'll tell you what. They should, the over should be around 68 on this game. I'm, I'm guessing. Texas a and going to put up 50 points on Arkansas. That's, that's my prediction here. Yeah. So, um, I, I like Texas A&M to win this game by more than eight. Um, here is the – I've got the schedule up for Texas A&M. And here's the deal. They played Arizona State and Ball State and Nevada as their non-conference. Mm-hmm. I think all of those were at home. So, here's the deal. Their, their non-conference schedule is all non-Texas teams. And, in fact, that's probably a trick question because – Texas A&M does not play another team from the state of Texas on their schedule, period. Yeah. So the fact that they have that many home games against non-Texas opponents makes perfect sense. They don't have any games in the state of Texas against anybody other than Texas opponents, against non-Texas opponents. So, yeah, I like them to roll in this game. It's going to be interesting. They could. There's going to be a really big game, you know, two weeks from now. And in week three, I mean, shoot. They go to Mississippi. They they host Mississippi State. Then they got Alabama. Then they got Ole Miss. That is that's a murderer's row right there. That's why people don't have Texas A&M in the in the playoffs. Yeah, hosting Mississippi State, hosting Alabama on the road at Ole Miss. That's why I don't have them in there. They'll lose at least one, probably two of those. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But for this game, they should storm over Arkansas. Uh, we both agree on that. All right, sticking in the SEC, we've got uh, Kentucky. Team did not look bad against Florida. Was about as good as I expected. We sweated that game. Uh, I got to watch it smoky style, which was that I listened to the Gator Radio Network and Nick Hubert. And uh, Kentucky is hosting Missouri. Surprise blind, but I think it's right. Kentucky three point favorite. Uh, who do you like here? Well, first off, you misspoke. You said Kentucky didn't look bad against Florida. I think you meant to say. Kentucky looked a little worse than Florida looked because both teams looked awful. Okay, okay, that's that's probably that's probably fair. Yeah. On adding on to that, Missouri looked even worse than Florida or Kentucky. Yeah, you know who they played, right? I don't know. Was it the Citadel or somebody like that? <laughs> Very close. They played UConn. You know what the score was? You know how many points Missouri put up against UConn? I think it was like ten seven or something. Nine to six, yeah. yeah. I'm, give me Kentucky. So, so who do you like here? I'm taking Kentucky to cover. All right, I completely agree with you, and um, I'm taking Kentucky to cover as well. This will probably be the game where Matty Mock just, you know, basically has his career game and unloads against Kentucky just to bust up our bets, but I'm going to take him as well. Again, fourth SEC uh, game in a row that we're covering here, but there's some good ones. Got Mississippi State at Auburn. I am surprised by the spread. Auburn two and a half point favorite. Who do you like here? I don't know how in the world Auburn could be favored in this game. I I, I watched. They looked horrible. They looked, horrible. They looked awful. And uh, <laughs> Will Muschamp coach defense. I mean, come, could that guy be the worst defensive coordinator in the country? He might be the worst coach. Period in the country. Yeah. I mean, just for he certainly. The dollar, like, you know, the value as far as what you get for the amount you pay him, he's the worst. Absolutely. 
Yeah, give um, give me okay, Mississippi yeah. State right. to cover. Give me Mississippi State covering easily. All right. Uh, I like Mississippi State as well uh, covering this game. Uh, you know, we're agreeing on a lot of games this week, so maybe maybe we're gonna wind up uh, we're gonna wind up on one side or the other. We're either gonna have great picks or horrible picks. Uh, all right, so we got two more games to co- cover. Both West Coast games coming to you late. Uh, these are eight and uh, and I think a ten thirty game. Um, we've got the eight o'clock game. We got UCLA at Arizona. UCLA is a four point favorite. Who you like? Yeah, I was really surprised that UCLA didn't beat BY Screw by more, but I'm going to stick with UCLA because I don't think Arizona is that good. Yeah, I mean, Rich Rodriguez has got them playing a little bit better in Arizona. I was flip-flopping on this game like a fat man in a waterbed. <laughs> better. Borrow your line. You stole my line, but I missed using it this week. Yeah, you missed using that. You could have used it in the last game. I picked it for this one because I, I, I seriously, I flipped a coin. Uh, it came up on the Arizona side, so I'm going to take Arizona and the points. And I like taking when I can't make a decision. I like to take the team getting the points. Um, all right, the so last game, we got USC. Absolutely got shocked by Stanford last week. They're going to the other Arizona, Arizona State. And USC is a six-point favorite. Who you like in this one? What did you say about the last game? About about the last game? Yes. Well, guess what? I was flip-flopping more times than a fat man in a waterbed on this game. You just have to take back your catchphrase. I do. Okay, I'll let you do it. It is your catchphrase. Hey, I was flopping around, man. I was flopping around. And this fat man, Smokey... He ended up on the Arizona State side. Oh, you have two flip-flop games in a row that we are going to disagree. I look at this, and I still like USC. You know, I got a little bit of flack last week because we didn't cover the USC-Stanford game. Frankly, I would have taken USC and I would have lost. I don't know who you would have taken in that game. I think you would have taken USC to cover. I would have. In this I in did. Do you think you would have taken USC? Oh, I did. I bet on them in my progressive parlay. Oh, well then, uh, see, I, I didn't even include them. But I don't, we don't talk about them on the podcast. I don't, I don't include it in a bet because that's how I track how I did. So I'll tell you what. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take USC to cover, to bounce back, and for Cody Kessler to have a big game here, um, possibly get some Heisman buzz. Who knows? But I doubt it. Um, anyway, man, all right, so that's one week. I, I don't have any draft games picks. You got any players that kind of stand out in your mind looking at just kind of the slate of games that we covered? Boy, I wish I would have had that little running back from LSU last week in my DraftKings uh, draft play. If you had Leonard Fournette, I think you won your DraftKings contest. You know, something about 238 yards and three touchdowns will get you, get, get you across the goal line. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I think uh, we're going to have to apologize to our listeners that we're going to have to cut this a little short this week on the DraftKings because we got a Pope intervention going on here uh, pretty soon in New York City, and uh, unfortunately, Smokey's got to get running. That's right, that's right. And we got the Pope here right now in, uh, in, in D.C. for the Beltway Bandit. So you know what? We're kind of a little off this week. Uh, we don't have the DraftKings picks, but that's okay. 
we got a couple of guys that we've talked about uh, that should be pretty good. And I'll tell you what, uh, we should have pretty good picks. Hopefully we put together some good good games for you guys. And uh, Smokey, you gave me the last word last week. Giving you the last word this week. Yeah, we're not blaming the Pope or anything, so don't write into us at Smokey and the Bandit CFB at Yahoo.com or tweet us in that we uh, we are anti Pope or anything at Smokey Bandit CFB on Twitter there. We're Pope positive. We just uh, have to cut it a little short this week, and uh, we're looking forward to bringing you some solid picks next week. So go ahead and tap those kegs. Concentrated